When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. Great to have your company. Sam Edmund with you for mornings. The Gold Coast Suns, well, they'll no longer play home games at Metricon Stadium. Stuart Dew's side will run onto Heritage Bank Stadium this year under a multi-million dollar naming rights deal. And the CEO of the Suns is Mark Evans. Mark, welcome. Good morning, Sam. Yeah, big morning for us this morning to announce Heritage Bank Stadium. Uh, we've had a good run with Metricon now for 12 years, but uh, Heritage Bank will be the new naming rights partner for the stadium. And it sounds like it's a big one. I mean, it always will be when it's a naming rights deal, but it's for the long term as well? Oh, it is. I think a stadium asset in the sports sponsorship or partnership deal, it's, it's slightly different to the normal ones. It's a bricks and mortar asset. Uh, it gets named around the country as that. So it's quite a good branding and marketing exercise if, if you want to push your name out there. So we've taken our time to make sure we found the right partner that was community-minded and would represent this community and will represent them quite well. The, the I guess even with elite, it uh, doesn't matter what level of sport, but particularly elite-level sport, Mark, I suppose that commercial battle, if you will, to um, to attract um, corporate sponsorship and corporate dollars is uh, is ongoing and, and unrelenting. So I imagine there's a, I don't know, is there a piece here that's relieved to secure uh, such a great deal? Oh, absolutely. Um, we've been working at it now for quite some time. So to take our time to find the right partner is important. Uh, but really, really, sponsorships these days are business decisions. It's no longer just throwing some money at the team you love and, and walking away and saying, you know, I helped. Um, it's very much about what does that business want in return. And I think for Heritage Bank, we can tell them that the, the world that they've been founded in Queensland have been around for 150 years, mm. but going through a merger with People's Choice Credit Union from South Australia, that they're going to develop a, a national footprint. So we help share that story with the world. So educate us there, Mark. Like in this space, is it becoming harder? Uh, I guess are these big businesses uh, becoming more conservative and I guess more select in how they invest their money? I mean, w- let us in on your side of it. Oh, they're very astute and they already do quite a bit of work trying to understand their market and in their strategic plan what they want to do. So invariably, we will go to pitch, hey, you might partner with the Suns or partner with this stadium, and you have to start with what are the business objectives for that partner. Uh, and then if the partnership works, then you, if you think it could work, then you progress the discussions from there. And pleasingly for Heritage Bank, uh, they talk about their customers as members it's quite refreshing to hear a bank talk about its people and what it wants to do for its people as members and services and benefits back to the members and it sort of feels like a sporting club in the way they talk so that's a great boost on the eve of the season no doubt about it off off the field and in the stands you got the same optimism when it comes to the on-field stuff mark always have lots of optimism (laughs) at this time of the year but uh There's no doubt. We've gone through a reset a few years back and trying to develop a a new crew that we're going to commit to each other and try to achieve something here at the Sun. So we feel like we've got that now. We feel like we've got the basis of our premiership team here 
and uh, the the challenge for all of us, of course, is to make sure we get enough wins to make the finals, progress deep into finals, and then be good enough on the on the big day to win it. Uh, but we do not back away from it at all. Our intention is to win premierships, and uh, we think that that will drive uh, great spirit within us and give us a, a, the goal that we'll need. And if the Gold Coast community come on board with that, then it'll be pretty exciting. Must be strange for you. I think you got there in 2017, but I reckon every interview you would have done in the years between then and now, seemingly all around, player X might be leaving the club or, or player Y might be leaving the club. And yet looking through the list now, you've tied away just about all of them. I know there was one or two exceptions just gone, but I mean, Craig Cameron's done a, a great job in retaining the list with yourself. And, and to think that winning is said to solve everything and yet, you know, while you'd hope this changes soon, you, you haven't played finals, you haven't won finals, and yet the players have showed they're willing to, to stick around. I think so. So if you go back to that reset, some of those players are now coming into their fourth or fifth season, and you've still got David Swallow, Tuke Miller, Jared Witts and others uh, in around that, that group as well. So given these guys now are all locked away for a period of time uh, and have purchased houses on the Gold Coast recently, I think between that core group and others that we might add along the way, that is what's going to take us to, to somewhere different. Um, you, you would think that there's enough talent there and that if we uh, we get all the other things right, then we should make finals and progress. Is your captain Tammy all right? What's going on with that? Are you taking a, a, a sort some personal assurances that that, that uh, injury's not too bad? I saw him this morning. You, you don't like seeing an injury to any player, but it, it's on the minor side and we're a month from the yeah. season. So uh, I would expect that to be right within sort of a couple of weeks. Uh, Tony Cochran was obviously a, a big uh, a big story in the sense that uh, he'd given so much to the club and been such a high-profile figure. And uh, oh, I thought he was brilliant for the Gold Coast Suns. Whether you agreed with him or not, he, he was great for the profile of the club. Are we? I suspect we're not going to hear as much from Bob East as we did Tony Cochran though, Mark. Uh, one thing I would say is people have been terrific in their praise for Tony and, and it's well-deserved. Um, but as a club, uh, even with the change of chairman, we look stable and mature about it. Uh, Tony's been a great servant. Uh, his passion is there for everyone to see, but he's enjoyed standing up for our club as well. He's been a, a voice when we needed it. Uh, he's delivered some great things here and with funding for our TNA and a base and helped get... Uh, the grand final into Queensland and a whole lot of other things that's seen the game grow enormously. And uh, I've learned plenty from him along the way. And Bob East will be uh, an equally impressive chairman. He's seriously credentialed, um, uh, bought Mantra up to sail to, uh, to Accor and progressed that brilliantly. He's been chair of Tourism Australia and chair of ASX companies. So, and, and I think the good thing that's equal to Tony and Bob They've got great passion and confidence in the Gold Coast market. Mm. And I think that's pretty important when you're representing the Gold Coast Suns. We're speaking to uh, the CEO of the Gold Coast Suns, Mark Evans, uh, Heritage Bank, the new naming rights partner of the home ground up there for the Gold Coast. Mark, someone who sat in the chair, GM of football at the AFL, of course, uh, these big decisions made every year need to be made. I mean, a lot of people have had their say on the four umpire system that's coming in. I'm not sure what sort of exposure uh, Stuart and the players have had to that over the off season. But what's what's your view on it? I guess the the magnitude of the decision, if you like, for someone who's sat in the chair. So I haven't spoken to Stewie about it as to how the the trials have gone. But um, in the days at the AFL, we did trial the four umpire system during the season across the buy rounds. Mm. Um, because we're worried about the longevity of umpires with the amount of running they have to do. 
whether they get into the right positions to be able to make good calls, but certainly how you could keep them into the game longer, keep those good umpires going longer. And we felt like dropping the kilometres they travel would be good for both of those things, and it was. Um, it was only a short-run trial, I think, for three weeks. It threw up a few other issues. How do you, how do those four umpires manage themselves? That has to be done and trained you know, properly over summer. So I'm keen to see how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know you weren't at the coalface of the Suns, obviously, when... Um, when they were born, so to speak. But a lot of debate around the Tasmanian Stadium and, and whether it's needed or should it be forced upon Tasmania or whatever. Would you consider it absolutely vital for an expansion club to have those state-of-the-art facilities and such, given you know it gives the best chance in terms of player retention, um, player acquisition and all that sort of stuff, given given the issues that the Suns had early on? Is that something you would think would need to go hand-in-glove with a, with a new team out of, uh, out of Tasmania or a Hobart? So the Suns had a pretty good stadium right from the start. About halfway through that first season, uh, the games were here on the Gold Coast. Uh, but in the first half of the season, the team was travelling up to the Gabba to play. So you imagine how difficult that would have been for a young team. The issue at the Gold Coast Suns was around the training yeah. and administration base. Uh, portable huts, uh, a tin shed for a gym with no air conditioning, and young kids who were promised a, a TNA facility. That took seven years to get. What I would say to to Tassie or anybody else that was going to come in is be incredibly well planned mm. before you play your first game in the AFL. Have your all of your facilities done. Know what your stadium offering is. Make sure that it's a state-of-the-art offering that you can give the supporters. Be really well planned with your list management. Um, GWS and Gold Coast, I think, had two years to get going, and I think it probably needs more. So I would say... If they are coming in, um, take your time, be well-planned, get everything ready to go. Your AFLW side just missed the finals, finished ninth, didn't they, Mark? Five and, and five, um, just missing out, of course, um, by, what, a, a game and a half, I think it was, on the, on the top eight. How are we to assess and read the uh, the, the news of a, of a priority selection period there for, for the four uh, expansion clubs from, from last year and the access they get to potentially... Um, poaching or recruiting players from rival clubs. Is it is it too far? What's your, what's your read on it? Well, I think that competitive balance in the AFLW is one of the biggest issues that, that the competition will have to face through this period. Now, that everybody's asking for the, the competition to settle down. I'm actually saying I think you need to be um, far more attuned to what's happening around the country to get competitive balance so that we have as viable a competition as possible. Mm. It hasn't been done since inception. This is the first time that I think there's been some genuine moves for competitive balance. And I think the AFL's missed the boat by only doing it for four teams. And uh, maybe they have to do it in a couple of tranches, one for these four teams, but then to find a system that is going to deliver you know, a greater equity. Uh, it's difficult in the women's space uh, to try and do that, but I think we have to get it right over the next couple of years. Obviously, um, I think you're due down here for catch up with the AFL, as is, as is um, the case every year. The CEOs and the presidents um, on the eve of a new season. Do you expect at that stage, Mark, you might get some indication over uh, some more specifics around who the new CEO of the AFL might be? I don't think we'll hear who until it's actually announced. I think it's been really well controlled at the moment to, to avoid that. Um, I know Rod Gillen has said that uh, by round five he he concludes. So. You would think that would mean there would be an announcement just around the corner, but we're, we're in the same position as you. 
Well, Mark, uh, we really appreciate your time this morning. An exciting announcement. It always is when you get a new naming rights sponsor. So Heritage Bank on board. Heritage Bank Stadium will be the home of the Gold Coast Suns in in what is uh, shaping to be a big 2023 for the club. I really appreciate your time, Mark. Thanks, Sam. There's Mark Evans there from up on the Gold Coast Suns. Now, uh, Joshua Dorr from Channel 9 reporting as well. Well, we're just chatting to Mark that Jake Stringer not on the track for the Bombers. Uh, they're just having a little captain's run at the moment ahead of that flight up to the Gold Coast to take on the Suns next week. So Jake Stringer not training. And he also reports that Brandon Zirk Thatcher has uh, his right upper leg strapped after he failed to complete yesterday's session as well. So that's the latest when it comes to the fitness and availability of a couple of bombers down at Tullamarine. Um, we'll take a break. It is our final break here on Mornings. On the other side of it, we're going to hand over, have a bit of a catch-up with Dwayne Russell. And uh, if you want to get a line early for the pipe, and why wouldn't you? Midday madness inbound, uh, you can do so. one three hundred seven three six seven three six, And the 40 Wings temper, 0433 98 11 16. We'll be back right after this.